at this time, would our newly elected Commissioner Corcoran lead us in the pledge? Yes, thank you. I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Starting out with item B is approval of the regular session minutes of November, November 2nd, 2022. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. I have a second. It's hard to say November, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Roll call, please. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Corch yes. Corcoran. Commissioner Batchelor. Yes. Item C is public participation. I don't see anyone here. Item D is approval of the consent agenda. Board, we've had this in time to review. Are there any corrections or deletions? Um, I'd like to ask that item number 13, actually part of item number 13, which is the Board of County Commissioners, I'd like to ask that those employees or travel and training requests be put on the non-consent agenda this morning taken off consent and put on non-consent. Okay. You want to keep the county sheriff, water resources, and job and family services on consent and just remove the board yes. commissioners and Yes, please. Okay. So, Second. Okay. Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. So other than that, everything else is <coughs> okay. stays on. Then we have to have an approval then of the consent agenda with that correction, please. Mm -hmm. I'll make that motion. Second. Roll call, please, Gail. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Moving on to non-consent agenda. First thing is item number 16. And with that, that is a recommendation that the Board of County Commissioners adopt resolution number 161-22 resolving to approve payment to vendors in the total amount of $2,491,907.78 as set forth in the BCC approval invoice report for checks dated November 9, 2022, BCC directed prepaid invoice reports and or the procurement card transaction report as presented by the county auditor on November 7, 2022 and further authorizing the county auditor to issue warrants for same pursuant to section 319.16 of the Ohio Revised Code. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. A second. Roll call, please. <coughs> Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Item 17, Susan, good morning. Item number 17 is a recommendation to execute in an Ohio Department of Job and Family Services Title IV-E Child Placement Agreement between the County of Claremont, Ohio and Midwestern Children's Home at 4585 Long Sperling Road in Pleasant Plains, Ohio, 45162 for group home services for a specific child referred by the Department of Job and Family Services and or Claremont County Juvenile Court at the rates identified, effective 9-27-2022 through 9-26-2023, 
under the terms and conditions specified and contingent upon the release of the required purchase order. Thank you. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 17. Do I have a motion to approve? Make the motion. Second. Any discussion? Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Number 18, Susan? Item number 18 is a recommendation to execute amendment number one to subgrant agreement number G-2223-06-0001. By and between the Board of Claremont County Commissioners on behalf of the Claremont County Department of Job and Family Services, which serves as the administrative entity for the Southwest Ohio Regional Training Center located in Claremont County, Ohio, in the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services for funding for the administration of the Ohio Human Service Training System at the Southwest Ohio Regional Training Center for state fiscal year 2022 and 2023 Previously ratified by the Board of County Commissioners on 6-28-2021 to 1, to expand services to include information and training services to both the Southwest and Northwest regions in Ohio, and 2, to increase the amount of the state fiscal year 2023 from 54,590 to 109,180, an increase of 54,590 for a revised total subgrant agreement amount not to ex exceed 163,770 with all other terms and conditions of the original subgrant agreement to remain in full force in effect. Thank you. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 18. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. I'll okay. second. Any discussion? Roll call, please. Oops, I, I just wanted did. to ask what the increase, why we had such a high increase on it. So Southwest um, Training Center is usually only in charge of the Southwest region for adult protective service training. Okay. And now they're taking on 44 counties instead of 22. So they're receiving additional funding to take on that additional part of the state. Thank you. Roll call, please. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Batchelor. Yes. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Morning, Suki. Good morning, Board. Item 19 is a recommendation to approve the request to advertise for bids for contracted services to provide lawn mowing and lawn maintenance for the Claremont County Public Water Course and Road Drainage Basin properties. This is pursuant to the spec specifications and also to authorize the Clerk of the Board to place the legal notice in a newspaper of general circulation on November 17th scheduling a non-mandatory pre-bid meeting on December 2nd at 10 a.m. with bids to be received until 2 p.m. local time on Thursday, December 8th in the office of the Board of County Commissioners here at 101. Will they be open opened and read aloud? Um, and we'll also post this notice on the county's website. Okay. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 19. Do I have a motion to approve? Make the motion. Second. Any discussion? Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Suki. Good morning. Good morning, Lyle. Item 20 is a recommendation to award the bid for project number 6401-60191 for the Price Road Water Main Replacement Project located in Miami Township pursuant to the plans and specifications to Welsh Excavation and Company incorporated out of Cleves, Ohio for the lowest and best bid received on September 29th, 2022 
for a total amount not to exceed $1,755,642 and to execute the contract pursuant to and in compliance with the terms and conditions and the award of bid, therefore, and contingent upon the release of the required purchase order. Um, so the, the low bid for this was approximately 93% of our engineer's estimate. We are using ARPA funds to fund this, this project. It's, it's a water main replacement. We'll be replacing a lot of 1950s and 1960s water main. The project was originally bid to replace the water main with ductile iron pipe. Um, we were informed during the bidding process that they could not get ductile pipe, eight inch ductile pipe for almost a year. So we switched the specifications to C900 PVC, which we've used in the past on other projects. Thank you. Board, we've had the reading of item number 20. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. I'll second. Any discussion? Lyle, what's the longevity of that C900 versus ductile iron? I mean, are we gonna are we gonna get 20 years service out of it, or are we yeah, gonna we've get had 40? Uh, PVC in the ground for 30, 40 years. I mean, you ask the manufacturers, and it's 80 plus years service life on on C900. Mm -hmm. PVC just seems, you know, I, I mean, when you think about plastic, but you know, bedding it is critical. That is, you know, because. If, uh, you know, with PVC and a high coefficient of expansion, if it moves, you know, and it has rocks or gravel against it, it, it doesn't last. Correct. You know. It's very thick wall. It's got yep. the same pressure rating as the ductile iron pipe, um, but we've had success with it. It's in a lot of the subdivisions, a lot of the development, <coughs> we've been using it over many years. We can't it's wait a year. What's yeah. that? We can't wait a year. No, no. <laughs> It, it, it's just got to be, you got to be on top of it while it's being installed because right. if anybody cuts any corners on that, it doesn't bed it in good. That's and we it. use locating wire for it because that's the biggest, it's easier for us to locate the ductile pipe, um, but we use locating wire, tracer wire on it to lo help our locators during utility locate requests. And you, you, um, you friction welding it, is that what you're doing? Regular plate heat welding? The, the PVC? No, it's uh, gasketed push joint. Oh, push joint, okay. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Lyle. No problem. Board, um, we need a roll call. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corker? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. 21. Item 21 is a recommend, recommendation to execute a contract for, for professional services between the Board of County Commissioners and Ohio Valley Environmental Engineering Incorporated doing business as Environmental Engineering Service out of New Richmond, Ohio for project number 6402-60228 for the preliminary design of the legendary trail sanitary sewer collection system project located in Pierce Township for a total amount not to exceed $18,000 with said services to be completed within 100 consecutive calendar days upon issuance of a written notice to proceed from the Claremont County Water Resource Department, exclusive of county review time in, com in compliance with the terms and conditions and contingent upon the release of the necessary purchase order. So the legendary trail subdivision is the one in Pierce Township that has the individual drip feed systems that the county in the late 90s, early 2000s assumed as public infrastructure. They're individual septic systems. We've had a lot of complaints from the property owners out there um, and they're nearing their, the end of their useful life. Um, it's like any other, it's similar to very many other uh, septic systems that individual property owners operate and maintain on their own. But the county in these cases, they pay a sewer bill just like any other customer and then we operate and maintain those. So this study will look at alternatives to eliminate those with not, I doubt that uh, conventional gravity sewers will be the, the selected option just due to the topography there, but we'll look at um, 
like a septic tank effluent pump system where it'll pump to a, a low pressure force main and discharge to public sewer or uh, ejector pump system, which is similar without the tank um, or a vacuum system, so some alternative type of collection system to eliminate the individual on-site systems. And we have had issues there yes. where alarms have not gone off and it's created a lot of problem for your department. <coughs> Board, uh, we've had the reading of item number 21. Do I have a motion to approve? I'll make a motion. Second. Any discussion? Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Thank you, Lyle. <clears throat> 22, Mr. Gregg. Morning, Board. Um, recommendation of the Board of County Commissioner adopt resolution 162-22 which authorizes Chief Dog Warden to conduct a study pursuant to Ohio Revised Code 95517 to determine the direct and indirect cost of providing services pursuant to section 955.12, .15, and .16 the Ohio Revised Code. So what that simply means is the ORC sets certain statute fees that we can charge. The board's allowed to set an adoption fee but we have costs incurred on every animal that comes into that shelter. And just for example, uh, some of the fees we're going to study, for example, uh, housing and feeding per day. The ORC lets us charge $1.50. We know our costs are a little bit higher than that. So this resolution will authorize the chief dog warden to study that to find out what our actual costs are. When we bring an animal into the shelter, they're given shots, they're given medication, they're microchipped, in some cases are even spayed or neutered. Um, so this will allow us to study what those actual costs are, um, things like fuel, electric. All those things can be combined into a cost uh, that is more representative of what we're actually paying on it. So this resolution simply authorizes that study. Um, once the study is completed, we will come back to you, present those results, and then the board can decide uh, how they want to uh, uh, change or, or leave those fees as they are. Does that include employment expenses or any of that? It, it, it does. That's an indirect cost. So, yes, we can look at all that, all that uh, information. So, Good. Greg, is that something that may result in it being looked at at the state legislation level if these <clears throat> costs for reimbursement are way low by Ohio revised code? That's a good question. What's interesting is 955 was updated by the legislature just four years ago and they left that portion intact. So is, is, is there, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, the fact of the matter up until this point, they haven't done it. So, um, I'm not sure what it's going to lead to. I, I mean, it, it kind of begs the question, and the reason I ask is because once you find out what the actual costs are, what's the resolution for that? Is this just information that we're going to know? Is it? No. Once the study is done, you can then turn around and set your own fees for those statutory items. Um, but you cannot set those fees until a study is conducted and then a public hearing uh, has to be had. And the code also provides that these can only go into effect at the start of the year. Hence why we're here today to do the study. We'll come back, set a public hearing, present the information, and the board can decide what they want to do. How long does he think it would take him to do this study? Uh, it's going to be less than a week or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not, it's a quick, okay. it's, it's, all the data is just already there. It just needs to be aggregated. Putting it and together. At. Yeah. Okay. Board, you've heard the reading of item number 22. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Any other discussion? Roll call, please. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Thanks, Greg. 23, Aaron? <clears throat> that works, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Item number 23. 
is a recommendation to approve the following request for reimbursement of expenses for training and travel. And this is for Commissioner Corcoran for one day, Lawrenceburg, Indiana, for the Ohio Riverway Coalition, second annual Ohio Riverway Summit, and total expenses estimated not to exceed $17.55. I don't know if we can afford that. <laughs> Board, you've heard the reading of item number 23. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. I will second. Roll call, please. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? I abstain. 24. This is an item um, to recommendation, or a recommendation to approve the request of reimbursement of expenses for Commissioner Batchelor to attend the one-day Lawrenceburg, Indiana, Ohio Riverway Coalition, second annual Ohio Riverway Summit, and estimated not to exceed $17.55. You've heard the reading of item number 24. Do I have a motion to approve? I'll make the motion, but I'm concerned about your expenditure, too, on that one. I'm sorry. Second. <laughs> Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? I will abstain. Item 25. Item 25 is a recommendation to approve a request for reimbursement of ex expenses for training and travel. And this is for um, Commissioner Painter for six days, Washington, D.C. for the National Association of Counties 2023 Legislative Conference, estimated not to exceed $2,967.50. And this is contingent upon the adoption of the annual appropriations for fiscal year 2023. Or you've heard the reading of item number 25. Do I have a motion to approve? I'll make the motion. I will second. Any discussion? No. You, you cost a lot more than Claire and I did. It's a lot farther drive. <laughs> <laughs> Roll. Do we need the dates in there at all? Do we need to say the dates on that or not? No, it says no. 2023. Oh, okay. It should be fine. <clears throat> Thank you. Something, something just to talk about that uh, was just talked about recently uh, downstairs um, with the auditor's office. When we list like airfare, lodging, mm -hmm. registration and all that, <clears throat> and you get up to the not to exceed the 2967, the question came up was that <clears throat> if in the time that you actually estimate what the airfare is and, and you get to changed. the time that you book it and you change it, downstairs the auditor's office says as long as you don't bump the total amount you're okay with that but there's a question in there tom about if you list the airfare at three let's say at 350 and it comes out at 367 but it still doesn't bump the total is that okay yeah because it's an estimated not to exceed now yeah. the board can decide if they want to see everything broken down so that they actually see what someone's right. asking for for lodging so if you have a question you can question that specifically what, what that's they, why it's broken down. What they have done is that about a month ago, you saw one come back through that had those numbers changed on it. That's why. Yes. Yeah. But what they say downstairs is that as long as you don't exceed the total amount, since it's just an estimate, it's okay. But just want to make that right. that clear. Okay. Um, board, would you like to go on with items number three? If we do, do roll on. We haven't had a roll call. No, yet. we didn't do a roll oh, call okay. yet. I'm just a second, Aaron. It's okay. All right. She's anxious. <laughs> Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Same. 
So now do we want to pick up the ones that we moved from consent over to non-consent? Yes, I would suggest that we take those each one at a time as well. Okay. So we're taking item 13, correct? Placing. Yes. Okay. Yep. And I'll go ahead and read the first one. Um, this is a recommendation to approve the request for reimbursement of expenses for training and travel um, in regards to Tracy Braun for six days, Washington, D.C. for the National Association of Counties 2023 Legislative Conference, and this is estimated not to exceed $2,570, and this will also be contingent upon the adoption of the annual appropriations for fiscal year 2023. So we're going to do each one of these individually, yes. but it's item 13. Okay. Yeah, correct. Do I have a motion to approve? I'll move. Do I have a second? Okay. So that, does that just die because of a lack of a second? It sure does. It does. Okay. Okay, and the next one will be um, the recommendation to approve the request for reimbursement of expenses for training and travel for Jennifer Haley for one day, Lawrenceburg, Indiana, Ohio Riverway Coalition, second annual Ohio Riverway Summit, and this is estimated not to exceed $17.55. Do I have a motion to approve? I'll make that motion. Second. Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Yes. Okay, and the last one is for um, recommendation to approve the request for reimbursement of expenses for training and travel for Tom Eigel and Greg Bickford for one day Columbus, Ohio for the County Commissioners Association of Ohio um, and the total expenses estimated not to exceed $935.63 for the both of them. Do I have a motion to approve? I'll make the motion to approve. Second. Any discussion? Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we're to 26. Mary Rains, good morning. Good morning. Mary Rains here. Uh, this is a request to increase the 2022 annual appropriations. And the first one is for the Emergency Rental Assistance Fund for $1,462,735.50, and that's for the third payment that we'll receive from that. Uh, Developmental Disabilities has a request to increase $100,000 in their regular salaries and $300,000 in their other expenses category, and that's all related to the demand for services where they added staff and projects that were estimated a year ago have uh, increased in cost from those original estimates, so they have to increase their other expenses. Um, the other one with disability re residential services, $150,000 increase for emergency placement costs. There are three of them for soil and water conservation district. The first two relate to the urban technician position that was just done, that's $7,500 for salaries and $3,100 for fringes, and then $60,000 for contract, contractual services related to the urban tech. And then finally, fleet maintenance, $300,000 increase, uh, obviously with the cost of fuel 
going so high. Their revenues have increased, so there was an amended certificate issued on Monday, um, and this is to increase the budget so that they can continue to pay fuel and maintenance for the rest of the year. That would help, wouldn't it? It would help. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Mm -hmm. Board, we've had the reading of item number 26. Do I have a motion to approve? So moved. A second. Any discussion? Mary, oh, just the, the emergency rental assistance, mm -hmm. does that usually, all of that get used? I can't tell you that. It's administered through the Job and Family Services yeah. Department. Um, I know in the past some money has gone back, but I, I don't know where they stand on that second payment. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, roll call. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Thank you, Mary. Okay. Tom, we have add-ons. Do you want to do those now? Yeah, we have two. Um, one is an executive session, so we can add okay. on. Okay. Uh, one is a rejection and rebid for the uninterruptible power supply for our tower sites, and the second is an executive session in accordance with a high revised code section 121.22 G1, G2, and G6. So you want to do that one now? Yeah, add, um, add, 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 add okay. Take them one at a time. Can I have a motion to add these to the agenda, please? Make that motion. Second. Roll call, please. Commissioner Corcoran. Yes. Commissioner Painter. Yes. Commissioner Batchelor. Yes. We'll do the uninterruptible power supply. Okay. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. cool. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this is to reject, a recommendation to reject all bids uh, received on October 6, 2022 for maintenance and repair services for the uninterruptible power supply units located at the Claremont County and Northern Kentucky Tower sites uh, pursuant to and in compliance with Chapter 307 of the Ohio Rice <coughs> Revised Code relative to the terms and conditions of public bidding and to approve the request to re-advertise for bids for maintenance and repair services for the uninterruptible power supply units at the Claremont County and Northern Kentucky Tower sites pursuant to the plans and specifications therefore and to authorize the clerk of the board to place a legal notice in the newspaper of general circulation on Thursday November 17th 2022 with bids to be received until 2 p.m. local time on Thursday December 8th 2022 in the office of Board of County Commissioners mm -hmm. 101 East Main Street in Batavia where they will be publicly open and read aloud shortly thereafter, and this notice will also be posted on the county's website. Board, you've heard this reading. Do I have a motion to approve? So move. Any discussion? No. Roll call, please. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. So the other ones are after executive session, Tom? No, we actually have an executive session. Okay. Okay. Let me just do this then. Any county staff elected official discussions at this time? Okay. I'd like to say something if I could here. Absolutely. Um, we do have a conflict on Wednesday, November 30th, where we had originally scheduled session. Um, we need to move that session because one of our commissioners will be out of town and we were wondering if Monday, November 28th would be okay to move the session to. 
Same time, 10 o'clock. Same time, same place. Same time, same place, Different just day. on Monday. That's okay. all. Good. Okay. Good. That's, our, that's our scheduled budget, budget presentation. So yes, it is. Make sure we okay. change that schedule, Mary. It's all two, about Mary. Two days, two days up. <laughs> You're going to lose two days, so sorry about that. It's all about Mary. It's all about Mary. That's fine. We'll make a note of it, and we'll go with the 28th, 10 o'clock. Thank you. Thanks, Gail. No problem. So at this time, we need to go into executive session, and is this the correct? That's correct. Okay, thank you. I will read this executive session pursuant to section 121.22 G1, G2, and G6 of the Ohio Revised Code to 1, consider the employment of a public employee, 2, consider the purchase of property for public purposes, the sale of property at competitive, competitive bidding, if premature disclosure of information would give an unfair competitive or bargaining advantage to a person whose personal private interest is adverse to the general public interest and three discuss details relative to the security arrangements and emergency response protocols for a public body or public office respectfully do i have a motion to go into executive session so moved i'll second roll call please Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Batchelor? Yes. We will return. Thank you. We have returned from executive session. No decisions were made, but let me read why we went in. It was an exec executive session pursuant to Section 121.22, G1, G2, and G6 of the Ohio Revised Code, 2-1. Consider the employment of a public employee, 2 consider the purchase of property for public purposes, the sale of property at a competitive bidding, if premature disclosure of information would give an unfair competitive or bargaining advantage to a person whose personal private interest is adverse to the general public interest, and three, discuss details relative to the security arrangements and emergency response protocols for a public body or public office respectfully. Moving on, member comments. Any? Do you have any? Yeah, I have a few. Talk about, um, hey, great parade. Great Veterans Day parade on Sunday. Sorry, I was out of town and missed it. Well, that's okay, but that was, that was a really nice event. You know, they did a fine job. Just wanted to say thanks for everyone that was involved in that. <clears throat> Obviously, we're right in the middle of Operation Greenlight. Operation Greenlight is to bring awareness to veterans who served honorably and who are, are uh, entitled to benefits that they have not sought at the VSO. So Claremont County Veterans Service Organization is a great organization for that if you're a veteran in Claremont County. Uh, upcoming Veterans Day uh, event is tomorrow at the um, uh, Union Township uh, Vietnam Memorial Park <clears throat> there in Union Township. And I believe that uh, um, there are, are uh, actual activities that start at 10 o'clock in the morning. And um, I believe that the uh, actual ceremony is at one o'clock at, at that event. And then um, Greg was here. Greg, last time, uh, last meeting, we had some conversation about natural gas 
and I understand you've had a chance to look at that in, in further detail. Could you kind of bring the board up to up to speed on that? So we went out and analyzed that, that program. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's all about risk, and it's all about the market conditions at the time. So the CCO program is based off of a hedge market. So what they do is they go out with their whatever their package is of, of gas, and they bid it based on hedging. So what they'll say is, well, we, we're going to have X amount of gas, and we are going to lock in a certain amount of it at a market rate, and then we're going to hedge. What that means is we're going to take 20, 30, 40 percent of it and play the field, play the market at the time. Um, the theory behind that is you bid at a time where you lock a rate in, but then you're able to float the market and say if it goes down, you're able to take advantage of it. It doesn't always happen that way, but it can happen. So it's the amount of risk that you're willing to take. Um, that program is governed by a board that they make the decision on when to lock, they make the decision on how much to hedge, and they make the decision on if they're gonna lock a hedge in. So you don't have a lot of control over the program, you've gotta trust your partners in it. Um, the advantages to the program though, if the market goes down, you're gonna get a windfall of savings, and you're gonna go out to the market with a bigger amount of, of, uh, of, of products, so you may, you may get better prices. I ran the analysis based off of what that program has versus our current bids. And as of right now, our current bids would save us money in the short term. So it's, if the board is willing to risk it, then CCO program has that ability. If you go out on your own, you have less of an amount of gas to go out on, so your prices may not be as well, as, as well received. Uh, but the way it stands today is the county program that we have right now is our, is our better bet. Can I guarantee that forever? No, you can't. And it's, it's the risk you're willing to take. So if, you're, if the market's uncertain, you know, it's not probably not the best time to go out and, and risk certain amounts of gas. But if you're willing to take that risk and maybe get a windfall from it, then that's your, your better bet. And on the fixed price route, if prices go down, you don't get to take advantage. You do not get to take advantage of those savings. You are locked in. Right. Um, we are currently back out. So we have our lock. Um, we have a, a, a – so let's, let's go back to what our consultant had looked at. We had looked at um, – a uh, three-year, a one-year, and an 18-month. So right now, you come out and go back into the market in November, which is not a good time to go on the market. Um, the consultant is recommending an 18-month uh, bid process, or not a bid process, but an 18-month 18, 18 contract, because then it pulls you out of your contract in the middle of June when gas rates are historically at their lowest. So you get in more favorable bidding conditions. Um, that's the case. We're talking about anywhere from... Twenty to forty thousand dollars in savings, versus going with our current fixed rate or even going with the hedge program. Again, if if you're saying, well, can you guarantee that? Nope, can't. Can't guarantee it because the market is what it is. Um, so it's it's a tough decision to make, especially when the utility markets have done what they done have done have done what they have done. Three years ago, it was a no-brainer because gas was so cheap. Correct. It's not that way anymore. So great. Would it pay us to wait at least a week and let the final of all of these elections come out and see how? I don't know if that. I don't know that that's going to change the market because the market already exists because the natural gas supply is there. So what you're doing is you're bidding off that future of supply. Well, the supply is big right now because it's still been warm. 
But if we go another week and we're about to get cold here, that's going to change our bid. And we saw that happen from our first two weeks. We benefited from warm weather, so it brought us down again. Are we at that window where it doesn't happen anymore and now it only goes up from here? That, that's kind of what we've seen the last two months of trend. Because after Friday, it is supposed to get cold again. Yep. Yeah. And, and just to understand that, Mark, for a second, when, when you bid on a fixed price, and, I, and I'm not saying either way is the best way or the, or the worst way. If you bid on a fixed price, let's just say, for instance, you get a price for $6 you know, per thousand cubic feet, and it would happen to go down to $3, you don't get to change your price. You no, still pay six that. bucks. The other thing is you don't get a seat in that company's board and you don't get the ability to actually decide any hedge rate in the You're seat. Only one seat, correct? That's correct. That's correct. But, but, but you got to keep in mind, everybody who's sitting in a seat is a county official. You know, they're representing yeah. how many, what is it? Uh, well, so this particular board, I think is just two counties. Uh, Hamilton and this one? Yeah, well, and I think they've got a county uh, near Columbus. I don't know the exact makeup of it. Okay. Because Hamilton County brings so much gas to the market, um, that helps helps their cost. CCO has like four different programs that you can get into. For us, the other ones don't make any sense whatsoever. This, this Hamilton County Duke Choice one is the only one that makes any sense for us in the future. And you got to talk to Ralph Lenny, right? I did. I talked I talk directly to Hamilton County. And, and, and what were his features? Why, why does he go with this program? What did he say were the advantages to it? It takes, it takes him out of the mix where I'm not standing up here in front of you every week saying, well, the bids did this or they did this. That's what the group does. The group takes care of it. But with that is that inherent risk of you're not in control of, of what you have. You're relying on markets and consultants to guide you through the process, which is kind of what we do on the other side, but it's us and it's a one-time deal. But we already had this on prior agenda and voted against it. Now we're back up again on this subject, but we're not voting or even, this is not an item to be added today, correct? No. It's just discussion yeah. only? No, you. Okay. I mean, you can authorize me right now to go sign what we have, or we can wait till our bids come in. You have to make a decision in the next, in the next two weeks. Um, well, I thought we already made the decision not to do this. You did, but we were missing some information on this Hamilton County program. Okay, so when do we want to put this back on the agenda then? Well, that's, Our so the if, if the board's desire is just to go with what we've got, then there's no discussion to have right. and we're just going to move forward. If you want to get into the Hamilton County program, then that's a contract that I've got to get with that group. Okay. Okay. Does that make it clear as much? Thank you for your yeah, clear. <laughs> you really don't have to make a decision until the end of this month, right? Technically, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we've extended our current contract, at, obviously, at a higher rate with IGS through the end of the year. However, we have to have time to roll the accounts over. So we are coming to that critical path. And if the market takes an upturn, then we lose the advantage we already have. So I will get that information later today. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And nobody would, uh, and we also too try to bid on a short-term contract to get us to June and nobody would take that. So either we're going to go a year at a time and stay where we're at, go three years, which is not advisable at this point, or go 18 months and get ourselves on a more favorable cycle for bidding, yes. Thank you very Thanks, much. Um, Commissioner Painter, you said the ceremony is tomorrow? It is. Not Friday? No, no, I'm sorry, Friday, I'm sorry. You're right. 
<laughs> I was thinking tomorrow was Friday. It's not Friday. Yeah, it's Friday the 11th. You're trying to get another day yes. off? Yes, July 11th. <laughs> okay. Yep. This July, is 11th. July the 11th? July the 11th. November the 11th. Okay, let's start you again. Got it. <laughs> November the 11th at 1 p.m. <laughs> Whatever day that is or month. Wow. <sighs> I like July better. <laughs> I just want to clarify that so people didn't show up there. <laughs> I think tomorrow. we finally got there. <laughs> it's not July, people. Right. <laughs> Okay, anything else? Just that all the flags are still flying that the Kiwanis have put up, and they're absolutely beautiful. They're in front of the, the sheriff's office, municipal court on 222. There's, um, let's see, Williamsburg, Bethel, and Amelia, and they're absolutely, yes, they're absolutely gorgeous, especially with the wind we've had. They did yeah. a great job and really appreciate their dedication to Claremont County. It's a that was beautiful. Fun. Unbelievable yeah. wind, wasn't it? Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Putting them up was even more fun in that wind anyway. Yeah. Thank you to all of them. And, Claire, I do want to officially congratulate well, you on you. your victory yesterday. I know it was a tight race. It was. And you pulled it out. I know. Thank you very much. So congratulations <laughs> on another four-year term for Thank you. Thank you very much. Congratulations, Claire. Thank you. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. If nothing else, I would entertain a motion to adjourn. I'll make that motion. Second. <laughs> okay. Yeah, think about I that. I mean, it was so much fun today. I thought, <laughs> could we prolong it for a while? Oh, uh, no, thanks. Roll call, Gail. Commissioner <laughs> Corcoran? Yes. Commissioner Painter? Yes. Commissioner Bachelor. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>